This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen Key. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Comedy Zone podcast for the week of, I got to check my notes, uh, December 8th. Uh, we're actually recording on the 7th, the day before, so we're in the past and, and everything's great here. I hope things are good now on the 8th. Uh, I'm Jason Allen King. I'm your host. It's uh, great to be here and to be back. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm carrying all the weight today. Uh, Brian Baltashevitz, the man behind the curtain, your favorite producer of mine, decided that uh, he had enough of this shit and uh, he's gone. He apparently quit. I have been given the reins of the entire Queen City Podcast Network. So there's going to be some major changes. Um, first, no one uh, no one over 5'6", five, five, actually, will be hired. Everyone under 5'6", you now have a job and you're creative and funnier than all your taller counterparts. And um, yeah, we're going to make some changes around here. We're going to, um, a lot of podcasts are going to have to do with uh, dogs. <laughs> Wait a second. It sounded like three people laughing. That's not how it's supposed to go. Um, so anyway, this look, we look forward to that here at the Common Zone Podcast. You know, I was doing most of the work anyway. Brian is uh, he's a nice enough guy. He's just, uh, you know, we're just, we, we're taking over now. The community. So if you're listening to this, uh, get ready for some amazing things. I'm excited to be back. I was away and um, I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to bring your, your our special guest in so we can chat about it. Um, but I was away and now I'm back and I'm doing all the jobs again. So I'm very tired again. You can know me on this show. On this show I, I gripe a lot about being tired. I'm a baby. It's okay. I'm a baby. Um, and I'm talking really fast and I'm not sure why, but I'm just excited that 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 the boss isn't here, so I get to do this. Um, our special guest tonight, he is one of my favorite uh, comedians in Charlotte. He's not just a comedian. He's a model. Um, he's an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> he is. I don't care if he says he's not. He's a model. Uh, he's an athlete. This guy runs marathons. He produces shows, open mics. He's one of the hardest uh, working people. And I like to say that a lot about comics who come through here, like, cause they're just hardworking people. This dude takes it to a new level and he's starting to reap some of the, the benefits of that hard work. And we're going to talk about that uh, this week, including uh, I, there was a vote. I, we'll talk about it because it, <laughs> it, it hurt me personally. I'm happy right. for him, but it definitely, uh, it affected me deeply. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jordan Century, our special guest. You oh, get one man. round of applause. For Thank me. you. How you doing, Thank buddy? you. I'm doing great, Jason. Happy to be here. You know, I was wondering uh, why we had to go with the the virtual setup, and it makes a lot of sense now. I'm five ten, so I could see oh, yeah, you yeah. already <laughs> bad to be from the office. My first solo episode, and already um, yep. having to That's deal right. with the repercussions. Yeah. <laughs> not allowed in there anymore. No. That's right. That's right. You can you can re- you can reach whatever you want elsewhere. You're not allowed in the studio anymore. Yeah. Damn. Uh, sure but- got second place. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you're here, buddy. I'm glad you're here. Can we yeah, say man. where you're actually at? You, uh, I mentioned you look like you're in the future. From we're, we're doing this digitally or virtually, I should say, everybody. So I'm looking at uh, Jordan, like I said, the model. He's there with the super 
high like you look like you're in that that video with Miley Cyrus and Future. You're like and it's all like that's a very obscure uh, reference, Jason. Uh, (laughs) I like that one. Uh, No, I am just really at my apartment. I just use the blur feature on Zoom. Uh, you know, I like to try to hide my surroundings as much as possible. Okay. Uh, right. just, Keep it close to your chest. I appreciate that. Yeah, actually, I don't even know what any of that means. I just, I made that up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even use them these days. We're all Microsoft Teams, so. Oh, oh is that right? That's what yeah. you mean? Okay. Hey, oh, not that I'm on my work laptop right now. That's not happening. No. I'm not using work equipment for this. We certainly wouldn't uh, condone that. No, not if you're not allowed to. Definitely. Of course not. Your own on your own uh, equipment there. Uh, Do you say this is your first solo thing with us? It is, yeah. You know, I've been on like a couple episodes, you know, when uh, Chris Rock was in town, you invited me and a couple other comedians for that. And then, oh, years ago, uh, back when uh, uh, Will Jacobs was still hosting, I got like, I was on for a few minutes. It was like the day after fight night and we both lost to those Florida comics. And that was a a painful story (laughs) (laughs) I had to tell on on the podcast. But uh, yes, my first solo episode. Ah, That's great, man. Well, listen, that's our fault. You should have been on here long before that. We're glad you have you on here, man. Uh, Yeah, Jason, you owe me this one. (laughs) (laughs) I do, man. I do. I will. uh, I will admit that. Well, tell let's uh, then let's before we get to some of the some of the accolades that I was sort of referencing, let's uh, get a little background on for the people who might know who might not know who you are and and uh, where I mean, are you from Charlotte? Where when where did you start doing comedy? Yeah, so I'm uh, born and raised in North Carolina. I actually grew up uh, north of Greensboro in Rockingham County. Uh, started doing comedy almost six years ago, actually in Winston Salem of all places. Uh, it was at you know, this random uh, bar in, in downtown Winston-Salem. So I started there for a couple of months and then I moved you know, to Charlotte. So many, so many comedy careers have started in very random places, random bar. Oh, they're having an open mic thing. Like, sure, yeah. I'll do it. You know, that's awesome. Was that, did you plan it or did you just kind of show up and like, right, I'll give this a shot? No. So, well, I mean, kind of. So I remember like being on my lunch break one day all those years ago and I just saw a sign, just like you said, it was like open mic comedy on Tuesdays. And I was like, OK, I'll give this a shot in a couple of weeks. And so wow. I did. And yeah, I just kept going from there. And I remember inviting like three of my friends out for that. And then they invited a bunch of people and it ended up being like 90 percent of the crowd was just for me. So it was, it was a high pressure situation from the start. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, I just continued from there and just, you know, kept going. Very cool. All right. So I only knew you as a Charlotte guy. That's really cool to learn that you were that you were out in Winston. Now, are you a NASCAR fan if you're out near Rockingham County? (laughs) Well, you're not too far off because the racetrack in uh, Marsville, Virginia, I was probably only like my hometown was probably only like 30 minutes or so away from that. So there are a lot of NASCAR fans uh, where I'm from. I'm not one of them. My dad. I'm thinking of. Is it okay? I'm thinking of Rockingham. That's like South Central North Carolina. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. You're, I think, in a, in, a, in a county, Rockingham, which is different. It sounds like it is. Yeah, North Carolina is weird. You'll find like a lot of yeah. towns aren't actually in the county that they're like named after, or whatever the case <laughs> is. It's really weird. Like Madison is not in Madison County. It's just I don't know why okay. I know this, but I, I do. Yeah, you're you're a, you're a North Carolina native, man. I am. Right. I have to represent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're in Winston-Salem. You start doing comedy. How long before you are sort of consistent doing it? I mean, are you at that point? Are you like, holy shit, this is awesome. I'm going to run with this. Or were you did you just sort of slowly start doing it and thinking it was a real thing? Like, break that down. 
Yeah, you know, it took a while for me to become consistent with it because initially I did it really just to, you know, find a way to get out of my comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. So when I first started, like after I had gotten up three or so times, uh, you know, I felt like initially I'd already proved myself like, okay, I, I'm able to step outside of the box and, and challenge myself. And so, you know, a few months after that, I decided to, well, you know what, how far can I actually go with this? Like, is it enough yeah. to just prove that I could get on stage or could I actually be good at this? And so, you know, I kind of just pushed myself to keep getting better and keep going to these open mics and trying to, you know, write jokes and learn as much as I could. And uh, yeah, I think it, I think it paid off and it's definitely been a, yeah. uh, a great experience. I would, I would say so. So you, so kind of initially you satisfied this urge to be, to challenge yourself and say, Hey, let's do something you've never done before you do that. And then after a little bit of time, you're like, okay, wait a minute, I'm kind of enjoying this too. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something here. Is that about the time that people always talk about the, the comedy bug? You kind of, you got bit after doing it a couple of times and you said, okay, maybe, I, maybe there's more. Honestly, I wouldn't even say it was that because the layoff. Okay, so I started in January of 2017 in Winston-Salem. I performed three or four times there, and then I moved to Charlotte in April. And I don't think I got on stage again until October. Like, it took a decent wow, okay. amount of time for me to get back on stage. And I don't think it was really anything about catching the economy bug. It was just kind of, I mean, kind of how I got into running marathons. It was just really me trying to see how much can I push myself to do something? I'm um, just going to slip that in there, right? Like we're not going to. Well, no, no, no. I see. I only mentioned it because you already brought it up. Um, I mean, yeah, but you're like, I just want to see if I could do it. That is badass, man. I, I'm, I'm totally teasing you, of course. But that the fact that you're doing that, challenging yourself in that way. And I, I know that we see a lot of people run. Not a lot of people do marathons in the grand scheme, man. That's super impressive. And you've done a couple or just the one time or what? Yeah. So before business, uh, oh man, I'm, I'm, this is sounding way braggadocious now. Oh, I do it. To be. Do it. That's what All we're right. So for, before man. I went to business school, <laughs> yes, I had ran three marathons. Uh, and then I recently ran my fourth one uh, just a couple of weeks ago. I did the Philly marathon. Oh. Uh, that was my first one since, you know, prior to business school and I'm like uh, I'm a little bit heavier now uh yeah. than I was before business school so it was definitely a, a lot harder this time uh but it felt good to be back out there and again just seeing if I could like return to form in a sense and proving yeah. to myself again that I could like still do this thing you seem like you're the, like you're this kind of I know I'm hearing you say it but we know we're starting to you know really know each other more and more these days mm-hmm. that uh I, I see this this is why everyone should be everyone should be a little nervous about you. You've got your aspirations and what your goals are to how I see your approach is you, I actually think it's to some degree a little how I do it. I come from things from an academic place. I want to learn the business. I'm going to study things a little bit and yeah. figure out the best way to accomplish it. I mean, you're someone who do it. You, you got degrees, grad school, you run a merit, like you're clearly that person. So everyone needs to watch out, man, for you. <laughs> I mean that. That's awesome. Like, good for you. So, uh, uh, so you moved to Charlotte. You got. Uh, you're starting to get more and more stage time. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, at some point, I mean, are you at that place where you say, "Yeah, I think this is." I can't imagine not doing stand up. Or are you still trying to figure out like what what does it mean? No, I definitely think I'm at this place to where I would want to make this a full time career. You know, I think I've really invested too much 
not only into, you know, myself, but really just like the comedy scene in general for me to just, you know, walk away from this two years from now and be like, all right, well, that was fun. Like, no, I think I, <laughs> I think I just want to continue to like keep growing like within the space and continue to push myself. Like my, you know, my goal by the end of next year is to be a touring feature. And then if I accomplish that, well, okay, well, that's, what's the next thing? I want to headline somewhere and, you know, continue yeah. to just build up. And, you know, I don't expect it to be an overnight thing. Um, I think most sustainable uh, successes aren't overnight things. Um, so I'm just, you know, continuing to put one foot in front of the other. Yeah, right. I, I would even argue to to echo that point is that most of the time when we see overnight successes, they're not overnight. We just yeah, didn't see all right. the work and the time, you know, they put yeah. it before them before we actually see them. Uh, well, good for you, man. Well, let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about like writing style. I mean, do you, were you watching comics as a, as a young person and did you have like a favorite and you, are you mimicking styles or are you just trying to still trying to figure it out? Yeah. Yeah. So I grew up, uh, man, my dad and I used to watch uh comic view and, and deaf comedy yeah. jam all the time when I was younger. And I just, you know, always had a love of, of comedy from, from that. Um, and just like seeing how he would just react to some of the jokes like he would just my dad had like the strongest laugh in the world i mean he still does he's alive but like he <laughs> yeah, had like the, yeah he's still here he's still with us but yeah it was just like man it was just awesome to like have that, those moments with him and i love comedy from there and continue to just watch it you know comedy was something that always like comforted me when i was like going through any type of you know difficulties in life uh and i think the comedian that i well, one of the comedians I admire the most, I would say, is Cat Williams. Uh, in his prime, the way he was able to take very serious topics and just make them sound so silly was just hilarious. And that's really a style that I try to emulate myself when I'm trying to talk about, you know, social issues, but I need to do it in a way that, I, that can get the uh, audience on board. You can't just like, <laughs> I can't just get on my soapbox and just go off. Like I have to make this funny. And I think the way Kat does it is so amazing. That's something I aspire for. I would say that uh, uh, I, I love that Kat is uh, kind of your guy, just in, in, at least in this moment, talking about that, because I didn't, I knew of Cat for a long time. And then the more I've gotten into stand up and watch documentaries and sort of read up on some things, his name keeps coming up more and more. I see more and more interviews of him. Mm -hmm. And he's got, he's a really, really smart, interesting guy and in his approach and how he, how he just sees the world, just sees it, like you're saying, in, in, in a different way and keeps things light, even though they're, they're heavy topics. So I, I really appreciate that. Um, I was just talking to somebody else about this. Guys like him and and Chris Rock, yeah, talk about things so differently than anybody else. Like anymore, I'm I just have these moments where like, yo, I'll tell you how I feel about it. Go watch this interview with Chris Rock. Uh, it's he did it two years ago on this thing. That's how I feel about it because he just put it in such an impressive way. Right. Uh, so are you uh, you're a sit down and write uh, comic and then try them out. Are you how how flexible are you? Are you you still are you worried because you don't really do a character on stage necessarily. You're you're you an amplified version of yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, I would say that. I mean, I'm kind of so how I usually start off is I'll uh, take out a journal or whatever and I'll just write for ten minutes straight, just whatever comes to mind, just kind of writing down random stuff. Uh, and then usually something interesting will come from there as I'm just writing. And then I'll try to take that and build it out as a joke. 
Uh, and then once I've done that, you know, I'm a part of a couple writing groups. So I'll go and I'll work with other comedians and say like, hey, here's this joke. And then I'll get feedback from them on that. And then, you know, also after that, of course, you take it on stage and get reactions from an actual audience. And then you learn what you can learn from that as well and continue to make adjustments. But I think, I mean, honestly, if I could, um, not that you asked for my advice, but if I could give any advice to any comedians right. listening, if you're not like a part of some type of writing group, uh, I would highly recommend getting in one. Uh, I think it helps hold yourself accountable for one and two, it's always good to get like those extra perspectives as well. And le actually learning different, different writing styles and just techniques and stuff that you may not have already known before. Yeah, I think, I think, you know, we'll, we'll get to this. I want to talk about exactly what you're talking about. Cause I a hundred percent agree with that. So help remind me when we come back, let's take a quick break okay. and uh, we'll come back, talk about that. Cause that's going to lead us into some of the other things that you got going on. Uh, so everybody, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, if you want to uh, check out what's going on at the Comedy Zone this weekend, go to cltcomedyzone.com. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a pretty impressive comedian who is there this weekend by the name of uh, Hannibal Burris. Uh, so be sure to uh, to go there. Go to the Comedy Zone. Don't miss it. Every comic out there, go do it. Uh, we'll be right back. If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, stay home except to get medical care. Monitor your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, contact your doctor. Get rest and stay hydrated. Avoid public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. And take these six steps to protect others. Wear a mask over your mouth and nose if you must be around other people. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Clean your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer, especially after coughing or sneezing. As much as possible, stay in a separate room and away from others in your home. Avoid sharing personal household items such as dishes, utensils, towels, or bedding. Wash these items thoroughly after using them. And clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters and doorknobs, every day. To learn more, visit cdc.gov. Welcome back, everybody, to the Comedy Zone podcast. We're having a great conversation with the very funny Jordan Sentry. Uh, and I failed to mention uh, Jordan's uh, socials and his website, jordansentry.com, uh, at Jordan Sentry. And let's, Jordan, help me out here. It's not Century, right? Right, right. There is no uh, U in my last name. It is just C-E-N-T-R-Y. Uh, I don't know. Maybe my parents misspelled it, and I just never knew this whole time. I don't know, but uh, yeah. Uh, that's great. So you're active on uh, on everything on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all the all of them. You know, I try to be active on I am active on TikTok, but I get like the worst <laughs> results on TikTok out of like all the social media accounts. And it's yeah. really weird because I'll take the same content that I'll post on TikTok first and put it on Instagram and Facebook. And they always do better on those other two platforms. TikTok does not like me uh, for whatever reason. It's but yeah, you can follow strange. me there too. Yeah, do it. Let's get those numbers up. Yes, uh, I'm with you, man. I don't understand any of it because I've been posting and doing all the stuff and I'm loving doing it. I'm not going to stop, but uh, it's all a mystery to me. I don't know anything about it, but you're pretty, if I'm not mistaken, you're getting some big hits on Instagram, right? You're getting tens of thousands of views, right? 
Yeah, you know, I was getting great views for a minute, and now I'm back down in the hundreds. Uh, so now I have to <laughs> figure out what I'm doing wrong. I don't know if they changed the algorithm again or something, but um, I think they do, man. I th I honestly think they they do. I think they keep some stuff in check. I don't. This is a conspiracy theory. So, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what yeah. the answer is. Uh, well, good. Well, everybody, follow, follow Jordan. Check out his website. I'm sure he's got a, a list of where he's going to be coming up, uh, uh, and we'll talk about that too. Uh, Jordan and I are going to do a show next week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, we were talking about, uh, you mentioned this really great point and I decided to cut it off that, uh, of course, getting, uh, <laughs> that's what I do. Um, getting together with, with writing groups. And, and there's a couple of towns, Charlotte, I know Johnny Millwater has one on, uh, on Sundays, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. I think it's coffee with Johnny Millwater. I think he calls it. And then you do one before on open mic that you have at starlight on 22nd, right? I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big supporter of that. And I, and I just wanted to, to sort of really su support what you're doing in that respect, because that helps also build scenes. Uh, it helps build camaraderie among other comics. And I still think that's something that's lacking here uh, in Charlotte. I think we've got some good groups of people. It's just getting everybody together is a little bit of a challenge. But anyway, I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. Talk a little bit about your group. No, it's all good. I mean, honestly, uh, Jason, at, at the risk of blowing your ego up every uh, more than I possibly could, uh, please, I have to I have to give you credit for this. I mean, honestly, you know, going back to that conversation, you know, almost a year ago at this point, I guess, when uh, we were uh, discussing Chris Rock uh, coming to the Comedy Zone, I remember part of that conversation, we kind of touched on what we could do to help build the scene up. Um and I kind of thought about, like, with me being in the scene for so many years, what had I really, you know, contributed? And I didn't really feel like it had been that much at the point at that point in time. So uh, it kind of gave me a little bit of a nudge to kind of go out and get my own room and continue to try to, like, add things to it. And so now you're starting to see a writing group there. Um, and, you know, hopefully I'll start this, like, speaker series where I'll get uh, more experienced comics to come in and, you know, kind of give advice on various subjects and continue to, you know, work on Charlotte's reputation. Cause apparently we don't have the best reputation. I don't like that. I think that's kind of unfair. Uh, so I, I hear it too. I hear it every once in a while too. And it's kind of like, God damn. Like, yeah. Do do, you know? Yeah. But we're all in this together. So I, I mean, it's just, just as important for me to contribute as it is for anybody else. Good for you, man. I think I think you're you're spot on with everything. And this is what I was talking about before about how your approach to things as as uh, you got you're carrying that big brain around. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna start a speaker series and bring people in. Like that's fantastic. It's not something yeah. that I would have thought about doing. And of course, that's where where your head's at, man. I think that's that's super cool. So you so your group, um, I'm calling it your group. I mean, it's at Starlight that you you sort of uh, kind of facilitate it. You you kind of run it, or is it a little free for all or no, I, I definitely run it. So um, I started at 630 sharp. If you're not there by 630, then you, you can't get in. Um, and that's just kind of how I am with everything. The show starts at 730 sharp. The list drops at exactly seven o'clock. I'm like watching my clock. Well, I mean, watching my watch. The seconds tick down to it's seven before I drop the pen. Like I'm very exact. I think, you know, it's important to have standards when you're, you know, running shows. Um, and yeah, I kind of run it the same way that Johnny Millwire runs his, uh, uh, his, uh, writing group in the sense that like, we go around in a circle, we give each other feedback. We're very respectful of each other's feedback. Like you're not here to argue somebody's feedback. You're here to listen, gain what you can gain from that. Um, and then say thank you at the end of it and also contribute 
to that writing group as well and give feedback to everybody else as they're delivering their jokes. Um, Jason, I'm be honest, I don't, I don't even remember what the original question was. That's uh, okay. No, I, I, just, I wanted, That's all right. I wanted to hear just a little bit about the group because I, I haven't had a chance to get there and that's something I've been wanting to do. Um, and I can, uh, I was at the mic just last night and I, I could see the, the enthusiasm in that room that you just don't see at other open mics. And I think that's, that's amazing. I think that's in no small part because you're running it. And because of, because of that group, I think, you know, I'm seeing new faces there. Uh, like I said, the enthusiasm uh, with the comics, you know, supporting one another and, and, and people who aren't comics in the crowd. Anyone yeah. who's a comic who's listening to this, their, their, their chin just dropped open. There's <laughs> comedians sitting up front watching the show that is for for non-comics listening like that's crazy (laughs) right (laughs) it's amazing and it sounds like starland 26 is a fairly new um bar event kind of space right they got they have food and they got you know a great bar there great bartenders and staff how 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 did that whole connection happen that you're running the show there yeah, so uh, shout out to Dana Coster. Uh, actually, I was on Facebook one night and like she shared some article on there, uh, kind of highlighting Starlight on the 22nd. So I clicked on the article and, and reading through it, it actually mentioned in the article that they were looking to do comedy. Uh, oh. So I, I pulled up the next day. <laughs> yeah, I pulled did. up, I have my, my glasses, I have my notebook, uh, you know, actually um, uh, met Dana's brother who was bartending at the time. So he put me in touch with the cool. manager that was there. Uh, we set up a meeting. I, again, showed up wearing a college shirt and just made myself look as professional as possible. <laughs> um, and yeah, just kind of like talk through, you know, what can I do to help benefit this bar while at the same time building this comedy show up? Because, you know, that's the thing, like you got to keep in mind, this is a mutual working relationship. I think comedians sometimes can be so, you know, pro art and, you know, that's great. But like, you also got to keep in mind, this is a business at the end of the day. So you got to make sure you're serving the needs and providing value to that establishment when you're like running the show as well. Um, so that was always something that I've been cognizant of as I like was building this year, uh, building the show up rather over the past year. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, brilliant. Again, your brilliance is uh, always, always leads the way. Professionalism always leads the way. And I think a lot of comics can, can take something from that. It's not for everybody. There's a lot of comics who are, you know, black jeans, black t-shirt, and they just want to go out there and do their thing. That's mm-hmm. not for everybody. I think you you were, uh you just are doing more because that show first started if i remember was a monthly show yes which was a great monthly show and the success of that turned it into what it is now well there was a progression though right yeah there was a progression uh so yes it started off as a monthly show uh the very first which will it'll actually be a year next month uh that since we've been yeah. doing it started off as a monthly show 90 minute show uh and we had a great turnout from there so then the second show got expanded from 90 minutes to uh two and a half hours uh so uh, okay great uh, and then after that <laughs> one we got, <laughs> and then after that one uh, that one also having a good turnout i think at that point it got bumped up to twice a month okay and then we continued to perform well over the course of a few months and then what really was the catalyst of it becoming a uh, weekly show was that the host of the uh, music open mic at the time he ended up moving to New York. Uh, I think you actually, yeah, yeah, George Panda, yeah, yeah, shout out to George. He actually got accepted to a program in New York and so he moved away. 
Um, and the owners of Starlight, oh, this is an exclusive, Jason. Uh, Comedy Zone. Oh, we got we got exclusive. So the owners of the uh, of Starlight, shout out to them too, because they've been great partners throughout this whole thing. They approached me and wanted to do a variety show on Tuesday. So instead of it just being like strictly a a comedy open mic, it will just been like another mixed mic. So women yeah. comedy music, uh, juggling ducks, like yeah. whatever you would have thought. Of. That's what they, <laughs> that's what they wanted, and. I really pushed for it to be a comedy only open mic because I think that we needed that. And I think yeah. that the performance of, you know, uh, the comedy open mic up until that point in time and even continuing now uh, deserve that. And, you know, fortunately, it, it continued to perform well after that. I think it actually being a weekly open mic has helped because, you know, people don't have to think about, OK, is it the first or the third Tuesday? Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's every Tuesday. That's right. So you're getting some consistency. Again, I'm in there last night and I don't remember what the head count was, but is it what's 50 people were there? 60? Well, I don't know how many. Uh, look, Jason, I'll lose count, man. I don't know. Uh, no, <laughs> I I'm truly, joking. Like, I'm <laughs> it's a packed place. And I'm going to, I'm going to fess up about something. When you okay. went from, uh, I like to be transparent. I'm not, I'm not perfect. When you went from having that monthly show to, to uh, bi-weekly, Mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Uh, it, you know, I was like, that's, I don't know if that's a good idea. I'm like, I think, I don't know if we're going to exhaust the the room, not the, okay. not the owners, not you, not even the comics. We're going to exhaust the room and then it wasn't going to be enough. But I true, I say this wholeheartedly that because you're running it is why that was successful. Cause we've seen this so many times where people will go and they'll just, they'll burn it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, and I think on the contrary, I was 100 percent wrong. You taking the helm, you running it, you your promotion and your um, the integrity that you bring to it and how professional you are. I know I'm blowing a lot of smoke on this, but I but I believe yeah, that's that. deserved. This yes, is deserved. Finally. <laughs> I'm usually busting your ass, but now I now I'm like All right. <laughs> uh, but I think that's why it's successful. And even when it went to the weekly, uh, so, so successful that uh yeah you just you just uh, took home the you 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 say it was the best of the nest right 2022 yeah yeah so uh qc nerves best of the nest awards uh starlight actually uh was the runner-up for uh best open mic uh, in the city which uh, is among all open mics or that's music mix whatever the case may be and they also <laughs> oddly enough were the runner-up for best comedy venue uh, right behind the comedy zone <laughs> despite the only comedy shows being there because of me right so yeah. i mean that's I, I feel like the combination of those two things i feel confident in saying that you know this is the the best open mic even though we didn't win the award i think it's the best comedy open mic just based on you know getting both of those absolutely and, and i all the time on the show i'm talking about how much i love the evening muse that's i mean their family yeah, they're amazing and they're uh they just celebrated actually this monday celebrated their uh 12 years of eric button running that open mic which has been every so you uh, you are a one-year uh organization there uh runner up to a 12 year staple in charlotte that everybody knows you go to the muse uh they find your muse open mic every monday so uh kudos man that's that is fantastic and i yeah. think uh, i wanted to shout out to chris coster he he uh, so dana coster you mentioned her brother chris coster uh they're the evening muse family don coster and friends so that goes also to show what kind of community we have in charlotte but in particular in noda that Chris is 
you know, having people who go and talk to them about doing comedy when the muse does comedy all the time. There's not this, this, you know, fierce rivalry. In fact, they want the community and the, the, you know, their part of their town within the city to be successful. That says a lot about them. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Big shout out to the Even Amuse and, and the Costers yeah. for sure. I've actually I've learned from them. You know, the uh, part of the way that I run my open mic now is directly influenced by watching the, how the Monday open mic was ran, uh, where, you know, the host will say, you know, on deck, we have this person coming to the stage now is yes. this. That directly came from the Even Amuse. And I think, you know, you have to be careful not to just getting the competition with people all the time. Like we're all here, uh, rising tide, you know, lifts all ships. Right. So definitely right. be open into, you know, learning from other people, your way may not be the best way. So definitely yeah. be receptive to other things. All very, very smart takes, man. Well, let's, and, and let's really get to the meat of why you're here. <laughs> I lost a bet. Uh, <laughs> the bet. <laughs> uh, was it, it Jonathan Williams? Bet, Did you bet against Jonathan? Was it him? I knew it. I knew it was him. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not no jonathan we don't bring his name up on this podcast anymore he's dead to me um <laughs> no uh we were uh we were both among other uh very good comedians um yes. in the in the best of the nest qc nerve voted in at you know in a competition against one another mm -hmm. on you know favorite local comedian and i'm here to tell everybody if you already haven't read it and heard it in the tone that Jordan Sentry won. He is Charlotte's favorite local comedian. And I'm runner up. And I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody listening, like you can't see Jason's facial expression, but if you could, you would know he means every syllable when he says bullshit. Like this is, he's not joking. This is serious. Uh, ruined my day. It ruined <laughs> my day. I wouldn't, I got off of Facebook. I signed out of Instagram. I was like, this is how, how did this happen? <laughs> Jordan Century, you're amazing, man. Thank you. It's so well-deserved. I have to, with my tail between my legs, uh, just walk out of the room and say, you're, you were the deserved winner. You absolutely earned it. Dude, your hard work is amazing, man. And I hope that everybody in the city knows your name and comes to watch you because you're getting all that playtime, man. You're, you're there, you're at the muse. You are touring as a, as a feature. Now, uh, the comedy zone, you're hosting there, you're doing other things. It's got to feel good, right? Yeah. Yeah. It feels great, man. Uh, especially kind of looking where I was at just, you know, two years ago, really, you know, I actually, while I was in school, I took like pretty much a year off from comedy yeah. just because I was just busy with, you know, with school. Uh, and so to kind of work my way back in and, you know, return to Charlotte after, you know, being in Chapel Hill and like now I'm having to like prove myself again to all these like new people <laughs> that are running rooms now and to like continue to push through all that to, to get here is, is rewarding. And, you know, I am I'm humbled, honestly. I mean, I, I appreciate all the votes, uh, everybody that, you know, provided me with like that type of recognition. It's, it's an honor. I'm glad to hear you say that. There's, there's, we can so easily dismiss these kinds of, uh, of accolades. We can say, yeah, listen, you know, people vote only certain people. We can do all that, but I'll tell you what, man, it means something. Yeah. Um, it, it, if it, it, it just does, it just shows that you're on people's radars. It shows that your hard work is paying off and that, and that people are admiring that. So I, I hope you don't dismiss it. I hope you, you wear that feather in your cap proudly and you put it on all your, 
all your bio and everything else because uh, it's deserved. And and if I had to guess, I think you're going to have quite a few more of those uh, in years to come, man. So everybody go see Jordan Century at Jordan Century on all the social media and jordancentury.com. And uh, Jordan and I are, uh, we're still hammering out some of the details with the club, but we're, Jordan and I will be in Fayetteville on December 15th. I hope I'm, hang on, let me double check if I'm the worst. Yes, Thursday, uh, December 15th, um, Patty's Pub. It's at the church, they call it. It's their comedy room there. It's a really great room if you're in Fayetteville, December 15th. Uh, Jordan's going to be opening. I'm going to be headlining. It's going to have a great time. I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm definitely, you know, uh excited to be able to feature for you. You know, it's it's funny how this uh came about because I was just telling you last night that I was, I already had that date book and then mysteriously yeah. the huh. show that I have was rescheduled. And I just I don't know what might have happened, Jason, but yes, <laughs> I suddenly became free and yeah, I'm, is I'm that right? Free. Yeah, um, really weird. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Yeah. Dude, I think you're the best. Uh, I, I really appreciate it. Charlotte uh, loves you. We're glad you're here in town. Uh, anything else you want to push coming up? I don't want to get out of here without, uh, you know, you got anything coming up that you want to talk about or any of the shows? Uh, yeah. So, of course, uh, come check us out every Tuesday uh, at 730 on, at Starlight on 22nd. I host the weekly comedy open mic. Uh, I will say we are taking uh, the 13th off. Uh, so we'll be back on the 20th. Yeah uh obviously we're you and i are doing funny on the fly tonight but also i'm on uh hot chocolate and jokes at the comedy zone uh wednesday december 14th uh and then uh what what are the rules for mentioning club work at a a different club i don't want to do it i know that's all good man yeah so uh i'm really excited about this i am hosting for rodney perry at good nights comedy club in raleigh uh the december 22nd december 23rd so uh really excited about that and uh yeah if you're in charlotte if you're in raleigh uh come check me out if not visit jordancentry.com i got other shows coming up uh hopefully one pitcher schedule Dude, that's fantastic, man. Good for you. Getting work at, at Good Nights is great, man. It's one of the yep. best clubs definitely in North Carolina and, and East Coast. So congratulations, buddy. Thank You're you. the best. That uh, That's our show. If uh, if you guys have, remember, um, I now am the king of uh, the Queen City Podcast Network. So if you have a <laughs> podcast that has to do with being funny or short or, or cool or just as long as you're not like six, seven or whatever, um, we'll definitely get you on a podcast. Jordan, you can't. You're like 5'10 or something. And yeah. You can't, yeah, you're not allowed to have a podcast on here. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been disqualified. I got to buy like the platform <laughs> shoes or something so that I can like <laughs> reverse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're the best. That's our show this week. We'll, uh, we'll see y'all next week. And um, yeah, uh, be safe and be funny. And we'll see you then. Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.